Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, a podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, and then make those characters fight for our amusement, and hopefully yours. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw, with me as always is Ken Knapsack. And no whiskey, because no whiskey. our recording schedule is a little earlier today. It's morning, so yeah. we're going to wait until the next <laughs> recording, when it's slightly later in the morning, <laughs> and then the whiskey is coming out. Absolutely. Yeah, so listen to these episodes back to back and track the whiskey progress, <laughs> <laughs> what we like to do. We have a couple of great guests with us from Pencils and Parsecs. We have Hector Navarro. Yeah, hi. Thank you so much for having me, guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, hi. <laughs> and uh, Bert Jennings. Hello there. Hello there. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Hello, hello nice. there. Yeah. When you now did you your see. intro, when we did the intro, Bert and I looked at each other like, that yeah, was awesome. That was, Great. Yeah, we approved. <laughs> nice. Nice. I saw some head movement out of the yeah. corner of my eyes. Like, I think that was approval. I hope. I yeah. hope that was approval and not judgment. <laughs> what? What? How dare he? How dare you, that sir? Asshole. So tell us a little bit uh, about Pencils and Parsecs. Yeah, totally. Pencils and Parsecs is a live Star Wars role-playing game on Hyper RPG uh, that is live on Twitch. Bert, what's a role-playing game? <laughs> a role-playing game. Is it like How a video game? You, no, it's like a video game. Because I got a PS4. Uh, imagine exactly like that, okay. except instead of all the numbers being rolled behind the scenes in a video game, you're actually rolling them with real dice <gasps> in front of you. 
Whoa. Uh, it's I never thought cool. of it like that. Yeah, that's, that's actually an accurate sure. way to... Yeah. 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 It's just like a video game. It's just like a video game. Constantly freeze for updates, right? The video game it's closest to is like Mario Party, which actually has a dice in the game that you press a button and then roll it and then it gives you your results. So it's like that. So it's Star Wars Mario Party. Star Wars Mario Party is exactly... With more drinking, more spice, more... We get hardcore. It's really... It's taking a dark turn, to be honest. Now, Bert, you're the GM, the game master, as it were. I guess we can't call you the dungeon master. No. There's no well, there's dungeons. I, actually, you guys spouse. have gone in temples. Yeah. yeah. Things, Temple yeah. master. That would yeah. be a good new name. TM for trademark. Yeah. yeah. How oh, yeah. Uh, how long? How Grand many seasons? Mom. You're you're starting your third, right? Starting. We just finished season two. Right. Uh, we're about to go into season three. Uh, it's super fun. It's the cool aspect of it is it's you're watching a bunch of really talented people and then myself play uh, <laughs> no. a, a role playing game uh, set in the Star Wars universe. It's all live, but there's also uh, chat and group participation so it's like everything on hyper you can kind of interact with the story as it's happening so we have different ways to do that you can get dice pools that players can basically grab from and make the improve their odds of there's a there's a light side and a dark side like chart Mm -hmm. that people can contribute like oh we want to fuck them over or like oh we want to help them so like you know they do that and it's very it's very real because we had uh just as a just a throwaway almost we had spice as as an unlock for like hey what's in this this crate right and i was uh, about to explain what spice was i don't have to do it here no No, that's drugs drugs. and uh and it ended up being uh for something that was such a throwaway that the audience was like yeah drugs turned into far-reaching consequences for the rest of the story just like real life drugs (laughs) yeah cool so uh so people should absolutely check that out. Yep. We're doing a couple episodes with uh, with people from Pencils yep. and Parsecs. So you're going to hear a lot about it. But before we get into our actual fight, I just this could be our whole interview, but I just sure. want it real quick. What is your basic relationship to Star Wars? Ooh. Uber fan? Where did you come in? Just the real okay. basics. Basics, basics is um, since I was born in the year 1987, mm. missed the OG trilogy in theaters, mm-hmm. had an ex- somewhat of an exposure to it on VHS as we were growing up, but like my folks didn't have it. My, my friends, my neighbor friends Mm. had it. They had all the toys and I was like, Oh, this is cool. Didn't quite get into it. Even with the special editions in the late nineties, I went to go see it. Didn't quite grab me. Mm. Prequels. I went to, I remember seeing Phantom Menace and being like, that's fun. I like it. I think Jar Jar is funny. Cause Mm. I was 12 or whatever. Like still didn't quite grab me. It wasn't because I'm a comic book and superhero guy, and right. I'm the guy that like my my thing that changed my world was like, oh, Sam Raimi directed Spider Man, right. and like I'd been waiting my whole life yeah. for that. So that's where I was at. It wasn't until Gandhi Tartakovsky did the Clone Wars 2D ah, animated. Nice. Yes. You know, he's coming off of Samurai Jack. I'm a massive cartoon fan. Saw that, and I went, the world is unlocked for me. Sure. Yeah. I love. Oh, oh, I yeah. love the yeah. potential for this for storytelling and for action and for. You know, so, and then after that, it was doing more dives into Expanded Universe at the time, you know, reading some books, reading some cool Dark Horse comics. Bert, let me, I still have your, yeah, yeah I need to get you back your, yeah. what is it, Crimson Empire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that back to you. I but got like, Bert's Crimson Empire. But like, you know, was kind of into it. And then with sort of recent cartoons, recent movie directions, however you feel about them, what I dig is like, the the power behind Disney and now Marvel is like well now the comics are real streamlined and sure. they're all kind of and I'm a big comic guy so yeah. so my my that was kind of my upbringing with it and now I'm at a place where I have my favorites just because there's just more there's so yeah. much of it yeah. everywhere that I I think I can point to like I think if it's not Last Jedi my favorite movie might be Rogue One I don't think mm. they're the best. Those yeah. are just the ones yeah. I connect. Like I remember seeing Rogue One and really connecting to, sure. mm-hmm. again, similarly to seeing somebody else tackle it back in the day with Clone Wars, other than George, yeah. to go, oh, <laughs> look at what these other creators can kind of do with it. So, so that's where I'm at. And Bert's is completely different. Completely. Yeah. But, <laughs> What's your story, Bert? Uh, long story short, uh, <laughs> my I was introduced to Star Wars when I was like five years old because my dad was like, "We're gonna watch these." And my mom's like, yeah, "He's too young." He's like, "We're doing this." <laughs> Sit down. And, uh, Sit and, down. And it was one of those things where I think my dad realized, oh know what have i done because mm. uh i just fell in love with it like it made yeah. me i was so blown away by a universe just something where i'm like every single thing where i'm reading all the books and reading all the tales of the cantina i'm like that guy did that that guy goes to hop and all, <laughs> right. all it's like what have i done yeah he's like i, I don't want to know that about, about greedo shut up kid <laughs> yeah yeah no 100 uh, <laughs> percent. did you know that greedo did you know that greedo went to the shut up i'm trying to watch the movie <laughs> yep. uh and so i mean to the point where i think i was doing for like grade school book reports i'm doing uh, nice. like the <laughs> awesome. trilogy right awesome uh nice 
And, and then it got labeled, oh, Bert, he's the Star Wars guy. Like yeah. to the point where I went to a new school and they're like, hey, uh, it was like sixth grade. Uh, who are you? And tell us something about yourself. I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, my name's Bert and I like Star Wars. And little did I know that that was right at the precipice where it wasn't cool to say that anymore, yeah. at least in the context <laughs> of like an educational yeah. system. Mm-hmm. So boom, branded instantly, Bert, the Star Wars guy. To mm-hmm. where I met people from the same school years like yeah. later, and they're like, "Oh, you still like Star Wars?" And I'm like, "Well, no shit, of course I do." Yeah. But like, is that the only thing you yeah. remember? Yeah. About? Yeah. Uh, well, the conversation so- we had on the, the the swing set, remember that? Yeah. yeah, I wasn't even a massive Star Wars, and I had a similar thing happen in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. I'm near the front of the classroom. And a girl was asking a teacher a question, and then they both like turned to me as everybody was doing an activity or something. And the girl in my grade in fourth grade turned to me. She goes, "Uh, "Hector, what's the name of that that sword in Star Wars?" And I was like, "Lightsaber." Why? Like immediately just (laughs) answered it because it's like common knowledge to me. Sure, it's like basic movie trivia. And then the girl and the teacher like both laughed. At me, yes. that I knew, and I was like, "What yeah. the?" Because that's this is like, like knowing mid- what a car is called. Thank yeah. you. What's the thing with wheels? It is a car. That's yeah. basic <laughs> cultural knowledge. I'm incensed. It's it's like saying, "What's <laughs> it, what was the name of uh, of you know Don Vito's son in The Godfather? Michael Corleone." Like it's like basic it's movie trivia. Yeah. <laughs> How am I? I got branded like a nerd for that, and I was like. Because it was yeah. right in the mid '90s yeah. when, like, Star- yeah. before Star Wars got cool again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, All right. Oh, well, yeah. this uh, this this show is going to be an opportunity to be rebranded. <laughs> yeah. Because this is <laughs> far beyond what's the sword called. Here, Bert, we want you to be the Star Wars <laughs> yeah, guy. Please. You've come into a safe yeah, space. You tell Hector, us what Greedo did. Give us a hug. You're okay. <laughs> So uh, these wonderful Star Wars nerds are going to join us on this adventure. If you have listened before, you know what this is. We pull these uh, descriptions directly. And when I say we, I mean I. I pull these uh, descriptions directly from the StarWars.com databank. So they are minty fresh canon. And sometimes they're very interestingly loaded in how the uh, descriptions of the characters are written. We're going to read each one, talk about them a little bit, and then we will fight. Our first combatant. Is everyone ready for our first combatant? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Our first combatant is that well-known and very beloved Star Wars character, Rats Tyrell. (laughs) (laughs) And the phones come out. Here's what the official StarWars.com databank has to say about Rats Tyrell. Rats Tyrell was the tiniest of the pod racer pilots in the Bounty Eve classic, though size matters not in such a competition. The little scrapper piloted a pod racer with immense engines, too big, it would seem, for the tight confines of Laguna Caves. On the second lap of the race, Rat's accelerator jammed, and he couldn't get clearance past the rocky stalactites. The resulting uh, fireball killed the little guy. Mm-hmm. His family, who had traveled to Mos Espa to witness the race, was reportedly seen grieving <laughs> shortly thereafter. Uh, there's a great shot on Wikipedia of... Tyrell's final moments is the caption of the picture. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is one of the better deaths. Yeah. 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 Bert, Bert's got it down. It's yeah. a very significant death. Yes. Bert just did a great impression with the little uh, dying jazz hands and everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah. Uh, so, this is part of the reason I love doing this show is that these uh, descriptions sometimes are really long for a small character, really short for a major character, or <laughs> yeah. just hyper focus weirdly on issues of size and. Uh, mortality for this yeah. character. Yep. Yeah, it's true. It's like something's like Lando ran Cloud City. Yeah. yeah. Rats Tyrell. <laughs> Rats Tyrell, uh, he was too small, but we shouldn't judge him by that. But his engines were also too big. I yeah. mean, this this thing, uh, yes. like, immediately uh, con- contradicts itself. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating stuff. Okay. Uh, all right. So Ken sometimes dives a little deeper in sure. Wikipedia. I'm sure. And we stay in the canon. Yeah, we stay tab. in the canon. Tab. Legends. So, uh, yeah. I, I'm going to s- switch back over that. I might because, be at a disadvantage then. But, yeah. But, all right. Here the, we go. the legends, you know, we could be here for all afternoon sure. breaking down the tales. He probably goes to Hoth yeah. uh, with yeah. Greedo at one point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, height is uh, 0.79 meters. Eye color black. But he has those nice goggles on. He looks, yeah. looks like some, almost looks like Snow Jobs goggles from G.I. Joe, if you remember that. <laughs> Skin color, uh, they say blue and white. He's, it does kind of kind of an aqua feel to him. Uh, and we, how would you say that species name there, Joseph? Alina? Aline. Aline. Yeah. So he's. Is a, it, I think it's A L E E N, right? Or yeah, is there an A at the end? A and an A. Well, Homeworld is Aline. That's a, the planet. And then so he's at a Alina. Oh, yes. Yeah. Species. And there's a, there's a Clone Wars episode or two about uh, those. 
There always is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Those creatures. <laughs> so, oh. Always is. Uh, and uh, it was uh, around uh, 32 years of age, uh, give or take his species. I mean, <laughs> oh, he, it's just really I guess drive he di- home at well, seven. He, he died. died. Yeah, he died 32 two years before the Battle of Yavin. So I guess he's not 32. I read that wrong. Okay. Anyways, uh, and he's got a little pointy head. He's got a pointy little, yeah. uh, almost ferret lizard head. Yeah. yeah. And I would say, based on this action figure, he has a long crotch. <laughs> <laughs> not just junk. His nice. action. Crotch, like where his legs are to the bottom of his crotch, is long. Well, it makes sense. His wife had three kids, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he was putting that sucker to work. Yep. He was, That's why he was uh, risking the, the, the pod race. I get it. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, uh, Bert, yeah. I'll start with you. What are your uh, opinions and thoughts about this character? Do you have any? Honestly, it's just a sad, tragic story that we don't know more about him. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. say that the fact that he does have uh, children, uh, it seems to be that. In the Star Wars universe where everything more or less breaks down to broken homes mm-hmm. and families, <laughs> there's a man who actually has a wife and kids trying to support them and maybe bit off a little bit more than he could chew. Uh, but honestly, you got to give him respect. The mm-hmm. fact that, one, he has a pod racer, which we find out is not something that a lot of people have. And yeah. there's right. a whole thing about trying to have one and then you need to have certain skills to do it and I mean he's more or less even smaller than Anakin mm-hmm. and you know there's a big point of this yeah. human can do this that's not doesn't make any sense uh, so I give him props for at least getting there he's yeah. got his pod racer to Tatooine he's brought his family to Tatooine that's like a big thing this may be Honestly, the most tragic story within Star Wars because this family probably put <laughs> yeah. every credit into <laughs> yeah. going to this race and dad winds up dead. They're in the stands yeah. watching. <laughs> watching. And people are just sort of like, uh, all right, yeah. there goes one. Oh, Who they cheer. They cheer. They cheer. <laughs> yeah. They cheer. It's messed up. Maybe, maybe. It's those outer rim worlds, man. Yeah. I think I realize this is possibly George Lucas's take on NASCAR culture. Yeah. Mm. How people yeah. go to watch. They expect the crash. crash. Yeah. You know? They want it. They, they want, want then, like, death then, and violence. They, they want the it. driver to be okay. Yeah. yeah. And then they'll cheer for that. Like, he's walking, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he's gotten out of the car. You know? <laughs> I love the thought that those aliens watching, they're like, maybe he's okay. Oh, like, no. no, that was a large fireball. <laughs> I remember not... being, like, genuinely bummed out that sure. that happened because because mm. it's played for laughs yeah. because yep. he's like a funny looking alien sure. but the fact that he throws up his hands and screams <laughs> it's, <laughs> messed no, it's, it's messed up it's messed up and he has just a second to realize his fate and he's made to seem like so incompetent but yeah. the way you break it down and the way he, he's described yeah. and his story is described in canon it's like that dude had skills you had to have certain yeah. skills to be there and to be doing that but it's just played like oh look at that dumb little alien puppet thing <laughs> he died yeah. it's like that sucks man yeah, yeah. alright well we've created a special edition in people's minds where we can really be <laughs> just slow down the Blu-ray and be haunted for a moment yep. there. Yep. It is. Ken, how do you feel about Rats well, Tyrell? Yeah, you know, you know I love my pod racers. You and I yeah. have an affinity for these weird uh, Gascano Quadraneros pod racers and Rats Tyrell is... Do you have a favorite? Um, it, 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 for me, it might be Ben Quadranas, which yeah, is... I'm, I'm a Team Toe man myself. He, he's yeah. a Team Toe. Uh, I, I recently set up my Nintendo 64 to be playing Pod yes. Racer again. Nice. Um, and Gascano's been uh, oh, yeah. rising in the ranks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rat, Rat Tyrell, it is that, that death. You guys are, you, you're so right. There's a story there. Yeah. yeah. And and to hear it, much like the, the most famous entry we always talk, talk about here is Dengar, because it really sure. attacks Dengar's character. Slovenly and crude, and yeah. hits on people, it's mm-hmm. unwanted yeah. advances. Yeah. This, this one really paints a sad tale of a family yeah. going home fatherless. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. I agree. That's and sad. I think the detail that is really important, in, that it's included in the databank that they want us to know is canon, is that his accelerator jammed. So yeah. this was a technical problem. It's yes. not. Yep. It wasn't hubris. Yeah. He didn't screw up. He didn't make a bad choice. So Bulba didn't do anything. It's just the cruelty of the universe. Yep. For some yep. reason, the will of the force. Yeah. The mm-hmm. midi-chlorians got together and said, let's kill that one yeah. right now in this moment. He does have one of my favorite pod racers, though. He's got like the big, big circular yeah. jet engine type of... Uh, 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 pod there, okay, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I do like that one. There's, there's, I love the Man, designs of the pod. Right now that you said Joseph that it was the Force, I feel like if he had lived, would he have like accidentally killed Anakin and then totally said oh, like yeah. the universe oh, would have maybe been he fucked just or had something? to like, die, yeah, yeah, something like that. But now I'm thinking back and I'm like, it would have been awesome if if George Lucas had cut in just a, t- a couple of really quick like 
Edgar Wright style cuts where it, it shows his accelerator <laughs> yeah, jamming. Yeah. So we're like, oh no, no, no. no, no and no, then no, we really no, feel no, for him, no, you know? Not Rats Tyrell. Yeah. <laughs> but instead he's just like a stalactite. Like, but, you yeah. idiot. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> you dummy. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. All right. So we are going to go on to our next combatant with Rats Tyrell in our heart. Our next combatant is probably a little more well known. It is Owen Lars. <laughs> Oh, amazing what? that he has never fought before, but he, <laughs> has, he that is amazing. He has not. Wait, are we talking Owen in his prime or Owen like? Well, we'll get to that. Death. We'll get to that in a okay, moment. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. First, let's uh, soak in what we know about <laughs> Owen Lars. Here's what the data bank says about this character. Mm-hmm. Owen Lars continued his father Kleeg's efforts to build his homestead into a productive farm, working alongside his wife Baru. Helping with the dreary chores required to keep the farm profitable, Owen relied on his nephew, Luke Skywalker. He could not rein in Luke's drive for adventure, though. Young Skywalker longed to leave Tatooine and join the Imperial Academy to live life among the stars. Owen forbade it, reminding Luke that he was needed on the moisture farm. Skywalker would eventually leave the farm, but under tragic circumstances. Imperials, searching for missing droids, raised the Lars homestead and killed Owen and Beru. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm. Now that that one's a little bit more uh, to the point, but it does still have some uh, value judgment words like dreary chores. Yep. There's <laughs> also fiery death. Fiery well. death. Fiery mm-hmm. death. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So we know this character a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, nobody's whipping out their phones to to pull up what what he looked like. We nope. know. We know. Yeah. We know what he looks like mm-hmm. uh, down to the skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> to the burn. so uh, Hector. We want to start with you. How do you feel about Owen Lars? Uh, I think he's a great character because nobody's ever like man he was a real jerk everybody understands the parental figure everybody understands his purpose in the story and the way you were describing the story that everybody knows which is him and and aunt brew are killed by stormtroopers we all know this and yet until this very moment i've never pictured the scene playing out yeah as you were reading it because they're like stormtroopers raised their homestead i was like oh man that's brutal like i can just imagine a bunch of dudes get get down get down and then like them killing this elderly couple looking for this for this old man or the droids or yeah. the kid, whatever they were looking for the droids I think um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah it's just it's another sad thing that we that I'm glad we don't see because yeah. Star Wars is just a classic story that cuts to the point you get you get it you get it's about Luke it's the feeling and everything so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. you probably would see that. In pencils and parsecs. Yes, you would. <laughs> we would. Yeah, it would be brutal. You'd you would see the time. full deliberation of like, well, we have them on the ground. We have them pinned. Should yeah. we mm-hmm. bring in the flame trooper to just light them up? <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's do it. Let's roll for it. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Oh, no, they are, they are You got to despair. That's a, it's a crispy crisp. <laughs> but I never like hate on Lars. I'm like, I know sure. what, yeah. you know, I know what Owen's. I know what his deal is, and I, yeah. I kind of feel bad for him because he's like, oh, I'm just trying, man. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Trying to get by. Uh, how about you, Bert? How do you feel about Owen Lars? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, he's everyone has that parental figure, at least, or at least the concept of it, where it's like, I just want to go hang out with my friends and go to Tashi Station, do your chores. Damn it. You know, like, <laughs> uh, so, you know, and also coming from like a, a, a somewhat farming ish background it's like mm-hmm. i get luke's frustration with stuff and things mm-hmm. and it totally makes sense i just go there's there's a few things uh, that always confuse me about owen right mm-hmm. oh. the level of mm-hmm. and maybe we'll see this if they do an obi-wan movie mm-hmm. uh with him on tatooine or not mm-hmm. how much does he know about mm-hmm. luke himself uh in relationship to darth vader and anakin and the whole background and we, we have the prequels and so it's like there's this weird information of like is he keeping him there just to work the farm or is he keeping him there because to keep him safe keep him safe and it's yeah. like there's a level of like okay you respect that and despite everything despite all this stuff and all the horrible things that seem to revolve around the skywalker family <laughs> Uh, his end uh, result <laughs> is burnt to death with his wife. So it's yeah, like, yeah. It's, it, it came to my doorstep as much as I tried yep. to keep it away. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't even get to know like what Luke turns into and right. like the rest of the galaxy. And like, could you imagine? Uh, so it's always interesting, but I also, but again, with that, with that asterisk, it's like either the smartest or the dumbest person because, mm-hmm. Hey, uh, what's his name? Oh, it's Luke. Okay, cool. So we're going to totally change his last name so it's not Skywalker. No, just keep it Skywalker. <laughs> keep it, okay, yeah. cool. Like, oh, that's fine. Like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> does nobody yeah. realize that maybe? But again, you know, maybe they think Anakin's dead and it makes sense and like da-da-da-da. Yeah. Yep. Dude, but, I am filling in the blanks in my head right now and I'm like, 
Uncle Owen is a badass <laughs> because he's like, yeah. no, I want this kid needs to know who he is. Sure, right. but we will like, like I can picture it's it's you and McGregor giving him the baby yeah. and him being like, you have to keep him safe, and I'm gonna go live in the in the in the woods. And and Owen's like, you should change your name. Like Owen's just like, yeah. all right, we got this yeah. on lockdown. <laughs> you, me and Baru, yeah. we got this kid. Don't even worry about it. So yeah, anytime yeah. Luke's like, well, I want to go and uh, what about old crazy old man <laughs> Kenobi or old, old old Ben Kenobi? And he's like, don't, yeah. don't go over there. Yeah. You know? Maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. There's some there's some truth there because it, and that story uh, it was it from a certain point of view in the anthology yeah. book. Uh, there's a flashback yeah. And, and and yeah, Obi Wan goes to save the day and Owen's like, I got my blaster, get away from my farm. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. great. I'm taking care of it. Great details where Kenobi is carving little uh, toys of ships mm-hmm. for Luke, and even yeah. that Owen's like, Yeah, don't you don't be encouraging the adventure. Yeah. I got this on lockdown. Ken, <laughs> yep. how do you feel about uh, Owen Lars? Yeah, I always kind of loved Owen Lars in a, in a in a weird sense because it's like especially. You know, when you grow up uh, uh, like I did in the early '80s, where you didn't have a lot of this other information, it was sure. just kind of like, it was like, what does he know? And and it, obviously, you know, then the novel comes out of Jedi, and he's Obi Wan's brother, yeah. which has changed. Yeah, totally changed. Yeah, it's I'm, still yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, still there. So at the time, so back in '83, I was like, holy, this guy knows a ton. Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? And yeah, I think you're right. Now, as as the story's expanded. Uh, we we could assume that I think they all would think they or not. Well, they you know. Anakin's dead, sure. but still the Emperor Palpatine, they, they, he might come. So I think you're right, Bert. I think he had a sense of sense of what was going on mm-hmm. and a sense of purpose, like you're saying, Hector, of like, mm-hmm. no, no, you're, you've you've handed me this. I don't think I wanted it. At the end of Sith, he doesn't mm-hmm. look happy. No, sure, oh, Rue no. looks happy, but there and then and then you know. Uh, the parental figure thing, you kind of get it too. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. so can we make the assumption that maybe uh, all that time on Tatooine, Owen's uh, moisture evaporator isn't really working? No. You know what I'm talking about? They <laughs> yeah. can't have kids. Can't, so maybe, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there, I think there's some truth to that. Too. I think there's definitely yeah, a, a choice there. Yeah. And in my head canon, I think they name him Keep Skywalker. Skywalker is a tribute to Shmi because sure. now we know from the prequels yeah. that they yeah. spent some quality yeah. time together. And yeah. like, yeah. why, why would we change his yeah. name? Yeah. Come mm-hmm. on, they don't know. Uh, yeah, I love I love Owen because we get to see him as the just gruff workaday guy trying to make it all work. Just keep your head down and shut up. <laughs> just probably yeah, he's so he's so right jobs. and so wrong about like don't go out and have adventure, don't live life or feel anything, and you'll be fine. Like, yeah. yeah, that's partially awesome and partially <laughs> yeah. horrible. Yeah, Owen. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the actor Phil Brown really he's got, he's got those crow's feet around the eyes that are so perfect and crispy and crunchy because he's been in the sun yep. as we know for only nineteen years. He's changed yeah. drastically. Yeah. Yeah. In that time, but yeah, he, he really captured that. Yeah, like, he's one of those guys who you ask, like, what's best in life? And he's just like, five minutes alone. <laughs> like, that's the spirit of that guy in his old age to me. All right, with all that in mind, yeah. let's fight. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So here's what we do is the one thing I go crazy with Canon. We go crazy with Canon. But the one thing I care about is I don't like fighting in the wrong time period. Sure. Mm -hmm. So since we know exactly when Rad Styrell died Mm -hmm. in a horrible detail, this is going to be young Owen because this is going to be pre Rat's death. So you guys, have you guys ever done a character from like, like the the resistance era versus the prequel era if they died in the prequel era or no do you we haven't it? but now we might because the world between worlds has yeah. opened up some possibilities yes, for us that's right for time travel so maybe we'll look into Thank that you don't want to get into all that yeah yeah, Oof, uh, yeah. there's yeah. a lot there uh but yeah I, there's something about it i like i like them all okay. kind of being in the same place the, yeah. the i like that we do reality. fudge with the you know we know one of these characters dies on screen in our world we can see. Sure. Yeah, we'll, sure we'll see. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll fudge it around. So we know that it happens uh, before the events of the Boonta Eve classic. Probably on Tatooine, because I don't think Uncle Owen leaves a little bit, but we could decide he he does. So, uh, Ken, what are you feeling? Do you think this happens classic? Is this on Tatooine? I, I, I Well, I... I, I yeah. I, Tatooine is, like, I think 60% of our fights we've determined. Recently. Not quite, but... Not yeah, quite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coruscant's six, fighting for fi- the title. Yeah. Yeah. De- Dexter's Diner actually has had more <laughs> fights than other planets. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've had a couple fights inside the actual diner. Um, so, yeah, I think Mos Espa it would be a good good spot. Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, Owen's going, uh, going a little bit uh, out of town. So, now we can decide how old Owen is because uh, i'm sure uh, rats tyrell has been around for a little while so this could be yeah. the day before the boon eve classic this could be five mm. years before if it's if it's let's say it's the day before uh and rats tyrell we know how old he is if if um uh uh if joel edgerton was mm-hmm. how old in revenge of the sith how old was he like she's supposed to be like 20 how old was was yeah so we're looking is, at like a 10 year old yeah. Owen yeah. lars which is <laughs> pretty <laughs> exciting actually it, it, size same size same size size, yeah, yeah, size yeah. matters not it's, unless your engines are too he's big basically what he's anakin he's anakin ish mm-hmm. uh, age mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah so yeah. it'd be like a little annie but owen yeah. yeah, I like this. <laughs> a little Oe. Yeah. We're going to need some f- fan art. Uh, I, don't, I don't like soliciting for fan art too yeah. much, but I, I, you know, I like you guys to come up with your own stuff. But a young, gruff, 10-year-old yeah. Uncle Owen. Somebody, little somebody Owe. has a beard yeah. and everything. Yeah. Now, look up a picture <laughs> yeah. of Joel Edgerton when he was 10, 10. Yeah. and then attach that to <clears throat> a little yeah. robed desert kid. Okay, yeah. You said something, Bird, that just got expired, inspired me. We all had that elementary school friend who had the mustache in fifth grade already. (laughs) Yeah. He's definitely got some stubble. All right. This uh, this is great. So I think this is how our adventure is going to begin. I think Kleeglars is just as gruff as Owen. I think that's where Owen learned it from. Strange, for some reason, 10-year-old little Oe has a a little bit of stubble. He is becoming a a man, a grown adult. Kleeg sees this, and Kleeg is trying to put his foot down because he still has both of his feet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He is trying to say, (laughs) you need need to stay on the farm and this this yeah. adventure is 
Owens struggling against that, oh, where yeah. he's like, no, I'm going to steal the land speeder, Ooh. and I'm going to go into yeah. Mos Espa to try to see that uh, pod race that's coming up real, real soon. This is great. Great so setup. He runs away in, from the Lars Homestead. <laughs> just like a, yeah. This is like a young James T. Kirk yes. in Star yes. Trek, where he's like, James Tiberius Kirk. Like this little like <laughs> Owen kid is trying to be Owen a badass. Yeah. 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 Kleeg is woken up, and he's like, what? Where's Owen? Where's Owen? Okay, well, now I don't want to. I don't want to. And there's skip no one ahead. to answer him because he doesn't have <laughs> yeah, any, any partner. I don't want to skip ahead and, and and determine who wins the fight. But I feel like Owen, ten-year-old Owen, getting his ass kicked by this guy <laughs> is what causes him to be like, Luke, don't that's ever a, go on adventures. That's mm-hmm. a possible. Yeah, this thing. definitely, this that's definitely could be the moral of this adventure. Let's find out. Also, so. is this to the death? It, uh, it, it, it's to the whatever we decide. Okay. There were yes, we there was uh, Co Bibble did die by gonk droid. A uh, gonk droid walked on his wow. face and crushed yeah, so, his face. Yeah, we it's have my favorite episode. Yeah, yes. we, we have. So we'll sleep see. on those gonk we'll droids, man. <laughs> Donuts. Yeah, uh, no kidding. So uh, cinematically, uh, little young uh, Oe, he can barely see over the dashboard <laughs> of the land speeder. He is zipping through town into Hector's Point. Something like the Star Wars space version of Beastie Boys is blaring <laughs> yeah. as he races through it's the desert. <laughs> but it's like remixed to be yeah. real funky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, yeah what, whatever the jizz whaling version of Sabotage yeah. is. Intergalactic is planetary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dreaming of the stars. Uh, and he uh, suddenly comes across something in the desert as he's getting close to Mos Espa. Ken, what does he uh, run into? He runs into a, a family of Alina uh, who are uh, got like a transport ship, and on the back of it is, is this giant pod. Giant pod. And there seems to be some kind of problem. Like, they're off on the side of the, the road. Trying the, to, like, Moss work on Espelain. it? Yeah, okay. Right. Then, yeah. Okay. And, yeah, so so little Oe uh, skids to a stop. Uh, but he does. he's not managing this well. He wasn't paying a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. What what happens with the, is the land speeder careens towards this uh this family bird oh no oh uh he absolutely uh hits the <laughs> the back think of it like you know you're taking your your racer yeah, so yeah. it's like and it's in the back carriage slams into it again it's a big thing we saw how big these right. engines are and it just kind of rattles a little bit <laughs> maybe something comes a little bit loose maybe something doesn't but it seems like now you know like the look mm. first first glance everything seems fine but we all unfortunately know that deep down there's something wrong with this pod racer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Okay, for, for all of time. Oh, oh yeah, so it's a little <laughs> junk, yeah. And I think uh, that Rats Tyrell, worried about his racer, uh, worried about his family, reacts to the, w- the way that we know Rats Tyrell uh, reacts to many things, mm-hmm. is to throw his hands up and scream. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's screaming, his hands waving. He runs up to Owen's land speeder. And uh, what does he say? Owen Hector. Well, he's speaking Aline or Alina, yeah. and it's basically gibberish to like the humanoid Owen. Right. Uh, sure. And I just realized that this altercation has turned into a an adult grown being yelling at a kid who <laughs> yes. there's no parental figure <laughs> yes. there. And that shit stresses me out because Owen went from I'm on an adventure to like, oh, I want my dad here. Like, no. But, like, but same size. Yep. Right. So, Which yeah. is, well, yeah, but it's still, there, look, it's, it's the same as if you're a, a child, if you are a um, a, a sort of a, a, I guess a regular sized person, but when you're a kid, you're you know you're three feet tall. It's as if you're getting yelled at by an adult grown little person. Same yeah. thing. Sure. You still know that sure. is a parental being yeah, right. that is uh, like exerting their authority, and I am without parent, and now I'm out of my element. And yeah. he's and then he's screaming because because rats is like like ye- like yelling, and then his, his like wife and two kids or three kids are coming out. One of them's a baby because yep. she just had the <laughs> third did, kid on the way there. On the way yeah, there, on the just, ship. So they're trying to like he's like, like worried about trail of <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're going to die about space his racer, and she's like, I need to go get medical attention for this baby that I just gave birth yeah. to. So so there's so much stress. He's yeah. yelling at the family, like, get back, get back in the van or whatever. This is like, all great, you know. but I, this, I, what I need to hear, uh, is since the, you have, is what so, so, no, 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 you have such emotional connection to it. <sighs> I want to hear what it sounds like when he is screaming oh. at uh, Owen in a <laughs> And Owen's like, what? Like, I don't understand. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, this is why I want to get a protocol droid <laughs> for the farm. Yeah. Like, Owen's lip is like quick. Quivering like a porg? Is it okay. just like... Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. And I think then something really hurtful happens. Mm-hmm. One of the very small Alina children point at Owen mm-hmm. and they laugh. Oh. <laughs> no. They're all going to laugh at you. And suddenly 
the anger wells up in Owen. You know, when you're you're mm-hmm. a, a young person, especially when you're going out for adventure, you're on that cusp of like, I don't want to, I want to do something cool, but I don't want to piss anybody off. But right. don't laugh at me, I'm big. Mm-hmm. And that anger mm-hmm. swells up, and he yells at yeah. Rats Tyrell. Ken, what what does little Owen yell at Rats Tyrell? You you can't you can't yell at me. I'm 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 a local. You're you're into my town. You're into my planet. And and you're 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 I'm I'm the one who lives here. Like it's this really mm-hmm. odd. Like he gets you know uncomfortable with kind of you know uh, uncomfortable yeah. con- to- topics here. Just yeah. ra- just say it. He's racist. He's he right, just well, goes full blown racist. Racist. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what, are doing, what are you doing in my part of town? It's just this really snotty attitude. Yeah. Really snotty yeah. attitude. But the nerd rage is building. The nerd rage is building, and I think it in fact explodes uh, because I think that the other children now see that it is fun, and all the Alina children, even the baby. Because yeah. Alina is sentient <laughs> at a very young age, yep, yep, yep. I've decided. They're all pointing and laughing. And uh, Owen's like, you're all stupid. Eat Chuda. And then he, uh, he backs up, uh, and then he tries to just get out of there real quick. Yeah. But he's, he's fussing with the Lancebeater controls. He backs up quickly, and he tries to hit for really fast. He rams the pod racer hard again sure. and clips Rats Tyrell. So he hits the whole pod racing structure. It jiggles. Yep. Yep. The family kind of has to juggle, uh, jump out of the way. And Rats Tyrell gets a hit on the hip and just spins like a top, mm. face down <sighs> in the sand. Bert, what happens next? Well, of course, at this point, uh, all of his kids are still laughing. And they're <laughs> laughing kind of at the whole situation. And again, every single credit has been... Poured into this adventure. Oh, yeah. yeah. This they, is their whole this life. Is their whole yeah. life. They literally gave birth uh, on, <laughs> on the way. <laughs> yeah, she was uh, like, I need to stay home. He's like, No, you're coming with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, this is the food to eat. We <laughs> sold the house. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. nowhere for oh, you to no. live. Yeah. yeah. We sold pod. our very natural organic hut that we have back on yeah. Aline. Mm-hmm. He's like, Hun, I'm going to win this race. Yeah. Don't worry. And, and of course, now not only has there been damage to the pod, but there's been physical harm to him himself. And at that point, it's like, this is his. Livelihood is not even putting it uh, uh, mildly. This is everything. And, you know, look, there's been a lot of... People grow pretty fast in the Star Wars universe. So Mm -hmm. despite even being a 10-year-old human boy, uh, we've seen that he's got some some stubble. (laughs) Scrub, yeah. He's maneuvering a land speeder. Yep. So at this point, uh, caution is thrown to the wind because, screw it, he's going to be doing a huge race anyways jumps in their station wagon rental uh-huh. U-Haul, <laughs> and despite the protests Space of U-Haul. his wife, floors it after Owen oh. heading into Mos Espa. Love that. Okay. Okay. Now, so, it's, a, now yeah. it's a vehicle chase. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, uh, so still with we, the station wagon and the, the yeah. So, the so a rat uh, uh, had been on the ground. He jumps in the speeder, yeah. and I think actually what what happens is that uh, when Owen sees this, he gets a little nervous and he takes off. Sure. And then rats yeah. is rats is following. Uh, and what happens is rats comes his his whole station wagon hookup. Even though it's bigger, it is much faster than this junky old land speeder. Sure. Right. And he overtakes them or, or, or uh, catches up and he basically drives into the back of the land speeder and he starts to crush it. Man. Oh, it's expensive. Yeah. yeah. This is definitely like, Oh, and it's like, uh, I think yeah. saying out loud, like, I don't know how to fix that. <laughs> I don't know how to fix that. That's really a lot of damage. So they're still racing, but rats Tyrell's whole vehicle, his yeah. whole family is literally pressing down yep. on this little human boy's land speeder. Ken, how does Owen retaliate? Um, he tries to break free, tries to break off. Uh, so he, he veers left, but what he's discovered is is uh, the the speeders they're connected. Now, they're, they're so yeah. crunched that that he can't break break away. Yeah. He can't break away. And so now he's panicking a little bit. Sweat's beating down. Mm-hmm. That The twin sons are aging him even yeah. faster. <laughs> uh, his first gray hair is probably starting to show up. Um, in, in the stubble. In yeah. the stubble. And I, that's a bad day when that happens. Trust me. Um, so, um, yeah, I think uh, I think he can't break free. Now his panic is setting in. Okay. And yeah. he decides then that he needs to somehow uh, uh, salvage what is happening here. He's losing right. the lance beater. He doesn't know if he can repair it. So he thinks maybe... Maybe if I can uh, get up there to 
the uh, the cab of that vehicle. I can I can stop this guy. <laughs> Damn, he maybe even steal ass. a cab. So yeah, just like the young James T. Kirk, he gets out. <laughs> he grabs a hydro spanner yeah. that he has uh, with him. He crawls over the back of the land speeder. He jumps onto the front of wow. Rats Tyrell's vehicle, uses the hydro spanner, and smashes it open, shatters glass all over Rats Tyrell. Rats Tyrell is cut and screaming. His glass explodes around him. <laughs> his hands are up, and his hands are taking most of the glass. <laughs> and uh, a crazed, maddened Owen Lars, at 10 years old, jumps into the front <laughs> of the cab with a bleeding Rats Tyrell. What happens next, Hector? Dude, Rats is <laughs> done, dude. Are you kidding me? This is the day before the race. He yeah. needs to focus on other things, and this little shit kid is, like, <laughs> giving him this much grief? No. He is going to uh, do the old uh, uh, action movie trick. He's going to, like, slam on the yep. brakes mm-hmm. to then propel... Um, to then like propel <laughs> Owen off of him onto the land speeder as the land speeder kind of skids to a halt because nobody's driving it, yeah. uh, just kind of slows down <laughs> as like he slams on the brakes and kind of and and Rats Tyrell like skids out the whole family the wife's freaking out all the kids are like <laughs> half of them are like having fun the other half are like crying like the baby's <laughs> like hey! but like they're like <laughs> you know so he skids it to a halt and he kind of like bounces off of the wheel or whatever contraption he's using to to control it and he looks at his wife and she's just giving him this like. <laughs> <laughs> this glare of like, what do you think you're doing? What are we doing and then he here? looks over to Owen and Owen is is on the land speeder and he like pops his head up because the land speeder stopped and they're both sort of pulled over. Okay. And then Rats goes to reach for a wrench. <laughs> space wrench? A space wrench. Yeah. yeah. A hydro wrench. I don't know. Yeah, uh, like right. a like a meaty wrench yeah. that looks big in his tiny little amphibian Not that one, hands. But the other one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a really goes, big pod racing wrench. This one. Yeah. Almost as big as his crotch. And he's gonna <laughs> get out of the vehicle <laughs> and he's on, you know, he lands on the desert floor and now he's walking over to this kid. Yeah. I oh, think this wow. now they this has gotten them close to the edge of most Espa. So yes, now uh, sure. it often happens in databank brawls. Some people are beginning to witness this fight. Yes. So Rats Tyrell uh, jumps out and he is racing over to Owen. And uh, for a moment, it actually looks cool, strangely, because they're both <laughs> armed with large tools <laughs> yeah. and they're swinging like those uh, swords in Star Wars, which are called lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're swinging, they're blocking, they're hitting each other a little bit. Wait, are, are, it, Hector, are they? Are yeah, they? that's right, Mrs. Greenwood. They're called <laughs> lightsabers. <laughs> so they are basically Duh. having a strangely impressive tool battle. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and people on the edge of Mos Esper are starting well, to gather so and The citizens this. are coming out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the prequelist I am, I, I love the prequels and this era of storytelling, like you said, but I can't stand the extras in Phantom Menace in the pod racing scene. <laughs> sure. So they're doing the like, ho, oh, ho, 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 ha, tool ha, battle, tool ho, battle. Ho, yeah. It's really bad. This, this is just yeah. uh, a typical day in Mos Espa. Yeah, it's another <laughs> like, day. Oh, man, another fight in the street. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and people are getting out their chance cubes, which always happens oh, so whenever another, there's a battle. Another 10-year-old human child? <laughs> typical. Let's watch this fight. <laughs> I think there are a lot of aliens that don't understand at human age. And like, that yeah. guy's 37, right? Yeah. And like, they don't <laughs> yeah. know. They don't know. Uh, and as we always do, uh, what we do towards the end of our combat, is we pick a dramatic moment to pause and this feels like it and we're going to go around and we're going to discuss who we think would win in a combat and who do we think should win just kind of morally who do we want to win all those things Bert let's start with you who do you want to win this fight I think I have to give it to rats okay 100% oh wow yeah Uh, because again uh, Owen needs to learn from his mistakes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this all started because he uh, apparently took his family's land speeder for a joyride mm-hmm. uh, against his father's wishes, right. crashed into somebody, mm-hmm. and in the response of doing, sure, yeah, there was some, there took no responsibility. There was some some tension that was that was raised, but yeah. kind of instigated all of this. And really, to, uh, in typical kind of. Uh, Moral of the story fashion yeah. needs the shit kicked out of Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I would agree with that. I feel right. like uh, I'm letting my knowledge of this universe play into this, sure. but like Rats is dying tomorrow. So yeah. I yeah. want to give him a win. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's it, dead. You, um, Hector, yeah. you've done a great job of really painting the family picture with him today. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think, yes. So I, you know, I want him to, um, to, yeah, to have a win. And like Bert was saying, like Owen, as soon as we decided he was 10, I'm like, oh, well, he's fine. Like he's gonna, he's gonna learn a lesson <laughs> at 10 years old as, um, as, mm. as we all do when we're 10 and we do stupid stuff. Yeah. And, um, and the other thing too, that I think always plays into this is um, 
I always root for the underdog. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I feel that in this case, Owen is the underdog, except for the fact that Owen's a human. And even yeah. on the Outer Rim planets, I feel like humans in Star Wars, like, they're top dogs everywhere. Sure. It's right. always the little weird aliens yeah. that get shit on and yeah. kicked on and stuff. So right. It's so funny want... when you explode and die in front of your family because <laughs> you. you're different. I want this Alina to, like, to look at this human in the eye and be like, don't. Like, yeah. you know, just like, don't mess with me. And for this human to feel fear at least once when he's 10, and then yeah. maybe years later, yeah. like, ah, I treat droids like shit. I don't care, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But at least yeah. when he was 10, like, oh, I got scared because an alien yeah. yelled at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got yeah. some feelings on this, but Ken, I want you to go first. Look, th- we're about to have an amazing wrench-on-wrench fight. <laughs> yes. This, <laughs> is, this is what's going to happen. Wrench-on-wrench action is, uh, is it's, it's a great thing. So um, I, I, I was leaning towards Owen. Winning the fight. Winning the fight. But I got to say, both of you have really shown me that uh, that this might be Rats' fight. I love what Hector's bringing here with the, the Rats getting a victory in life sure. that he's about to lose. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe he dies now and the stories change. I don't know. <laughs> and then, yeah, what you're saying, Bert, is very true about Owen. And I think it could be a valuable lesson. But I, I don't think he's going down without a fight. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, he's he's gonna get some some swings in. We'll we'll finish the fight. But yeah, I I am totally in the corner of rats. I think this is yes. an opportunity for Owen to learn so many different lessons. You've illustrated many of them, mm-hmm. Hector. But I think one thing that's important to our narrative is he left to have adventure to go see the Padres. He had an opportunity to have a great interaction with a pod racer, yep. with yeah. one of the stars of the race. But he let all of his uh, his judgment and his anger and his hubris get a hold of him. He could have got a signature. He could have yeah. just got yeah. it like a nice. I'm sure yeah. that uh, that Rats Tyrell is carrying some glossies. Yeah, <laughs> you he got, could have got some merch into a fender bender with mm-hmm. your hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and instead of being like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, can I buy you a drink?" or what? Right. I mean, again, he's ten years old. <laughs> you want you want to get in a fight? It's like, yeah, yep. drinking age yeah. And, and Tatooine is eight. Sure, yeah, sure. Eight. The, yeah. the Roxbury guys when they found Richard Grieco, yeah. they went to the club with him. <laughs> yeah, after that fender bender, they did not like. Oh, we're gonna beat the crap out of Richard Grieco. They 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 took advantage of that opportunity. They're like, we were just gonna go to the Roxbury, guys. I can get you in. Oh, great. But yes. you know, fun, like yeah. I was thinking of this as Ken was describing. Like, what if Rats loses? What if Owen, ten year old Owen, kicks Rats Tyrell's ass, or maybe even kills him? Let's say kicks his ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about this theory? Rats is out of the race, but because he needs to compete the next day, his oldest son, sure. who is the same size and looks just <laughs> like him, enters the race. Or his wife. Or his wife. The next day, it's like, right. now we're competing. Rats Tyrell. And all these racist humans on that's Tatooine, they can't, the tell. they can't yeah. tell. That's why they got the... They're like, oh, that's definitely Rats yeah. Tyrell. And it's like a woman who just gave birth. It's, yep. a, yep. it's yep. an Alina who just gave birth. Mm-hmm. So she competes. And in the stands, that's Rats crying yep. like, no! Oh, it should have been My eldest son. I love that wow. you have managed to make some fan fiction of the fan fiction <laughs> we're making and, right now. And, and just to, <laughs> to caveat this, uh, you yeah. definitely described yeah. earlier that their level of uh, understanding... Mm-hmm. is almost at birth. So even the mm-hmm. small baby is yes. understanding oh, fully no. well the oh, concept no. of death. Yeah. And <laughs> the mo- oh, no. mom is gone. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. boy. Okay, yeah. Oh, this, this is very, no. very painful. <laughs> but, you know, all Star Wars telling t- storytelling is from a certain point of view. So yeah. we're going to finish telling the story yeah. where uh, Rats wins the battle. And if you yeah. want to believe the wonderful story that Hector has laid out, listener, you can believe that story. It's like a dark story. version of Miranda Otto's character in Return of the King, like yep. where she wears, you know, no one knows it's a woman and she yep. kills, saves the day. Nope, <laughs> this is no bad ending. I am no Rats Tyrell. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to our fight mm-hmm. in which Rats Tyrell is going to win and uh, Owen is going to learn many, many wrench lessons. <laughs> so how, Ken, how bad is the pounding? Here's what I'm kind of imagining. It's I a think question I've asked myself a lot. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think actually uh, Rats manages to hit Owen's hand so that his hydrospanner goes flying out. Well, I, I think first there's a massive just shklink and there's that... Clank a couple mm-hmm. like Owen. Yeah. Owen's probably fought a Tuscan Raider already at this point. Yeah, dang. He's probably yeah, exactly. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got to. It's a tough, tough life on Tatooine. So I think there's a little bit clink, clink, and like the crowd is like, who, ha, huh? oh no, like the kid yeah. might win. We've seen some kids win in town. They're oh, like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. and then that's when Owen makes a fatal mistake, stumbles, uh, trips on a little pebble, and that's when Rats hits the hand, knocks over. Knocks yeah. Out okay. Spot. Yeah. Okay. And I think now that rats, is, wrench, yeah. rats could stop now, right? Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. maybe even uh, his, his wife is like, <laughs> ah! which is the Alina yell for stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he can't because yep. 
he's he's a father. He's raising kids, and he knows that he needs to impart wisdom. Right. So he starts raining blows down. None of them to be fatal, sure. but them to hurt. And he starts yelling life lessons in his language. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Bert, what is the first? Where does he hit him, and what is the life lesson he's he screams? Dad. He's he such a dad. Absolutely hits him in the legs, oh. so that there is a deep seated. Uh, <laughs> Fear and anger in the Lars family about aliens oh, taking <laughs> or harming uh, their yeah. legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as each kind of blow comes down and you're feeling this, uh, again, these are tools that weren't designed for weapons, but no, now yeah. been fashioned to it. So there's mm-hmm. maybe shock. And ele- oh, no, he has the wrench. So it's just mm-hmm. whack, whack. Wow. Every hit <laughs> is, despite uh, uh, this alien language, Everything that's going into Owen's head mm. is his father's voice. Yeah. Oh, Everything oh, is, oh that's, it. that's yeah. deep. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> do your chores. Mm-hmm. If, you, <laughs> if you do the right thing, uh, you know, people will respect you. You like to own up to your mistakes. And it's just every single There's thing. There's no shortcuts. Yeah. There's no such thing as shortcuts. <laughs> every hit just slowly is mm-hmm. reinforcing all of these messages as he's starting to kind of black out a little bit. Not fully, but he's yeah. just everything is just kind of mixing between the pain and the stars are circling yep. his head. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is full super ego internalization where mm-hmm. uh, Owen is internalizing all these life lessons. What other life lessons that may or may not actually be real are floating through Owen's mind, Ken? Um, the life lessons are, are stay on the farm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Where it's safe. Yeah, don't yeah. trust other species. Bad lessons. Lessons he's going to impart yeah. to uh, to a, a you know young impressionable Anakin at some point when they meet uh, and, and and he brings his girlfriend by yeah. the house. Um, Jawas uh, always try to cheat you. Yeah, Jawas yeah. try to cheat you. Uh, yeah, and, and of course later on to Luke, of course too. I should say music is bad. Music don't is listen bad. to music. <laughs> no dancing. <laughs> no dancing. Um, Wormy and Cammy. Uh, don't go to. Don't hang out with them down in, down in uh, Tashi. <laughs> Station. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of that stuff going on there. And he hears also in the distance uh, one of our former competitors, Jira. Uh, yeah. The old one, Phantom Menace, is like, Storms are coming, Owie. <laughs> like, she's just like, <laughs> he hears that. Like, there's trouble in his head. So, a lot of the. Yeah. A lot of lessons, uh, a lot of things in the future that make him are being pounded yeah, into his brain now. Exactly, and it is true that if it is a day before, a storm is a coming. Yeah, storm it's, is a coming. Uh, canon, that's true. Uh, Hector, any other, you have been uh, tapped into the dad brain of this episode. Any other <laughs> strange lessons, true or not true, that Owen is internalizing as he's being whacked about by Rats Tyrell? I think he's pretty much full up with the lessons. I picture a lot of... Um, uh, like in Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, a lot of like meatloaf as the father figure, like yelling at a young JB. <laughs> yes. But what else? Well, the other thing that's happening is that um, is that Rats's family, some of his older children, maybe even the baby, mm-hmm. what they're seeing is like a dad who's kind of hit rock bottom, yes. who's like kind 100%. of gone over the edge, and they are getting some lessons of of um, you know stand up for your family, protect your family, and put troublemakers in their place and you know and and to kind of stand up to bullies because to the to the to the yeah. tyrell family this kid is like i'm gonna hit your car and keep driving you know yeah, so like yeah. so they're they are seeing a little a bit of dad enact some justice of like hey if you do some damage you're gonna have to suffer with some consequences mm-hmm. but they're also seeing this dad take out his aggression on this kid that's like what are you really stressed about you just had a kid yeah. you guys don't have any money yeah. you know you're in this race and if he doesn't perform yeah. tomorrow they're kind of screwed yeah yeah. And so th- I think some of the older kids are like, Dad, Dad, stop. Yeah. I Dad, think in come fact, on. They, He's had they begin to pull him away <laughs> because it's in, they can tell in their Alina language, yeah. he had been yelling life lessons about, like, you don't crash into somebody else's speed or you just <laughs> say, I'm sorry. I'm so stressed about this race. <laughs> Suddenly, yeah. uh, his subtext, uh, Rat Cyrell, is just screaming out loud. Yeah. Size is not important. I am not that small, really. If you look at other species, I'm not really the smallest <laughs> species. I mean, look at Gascon. Neighbor Gascon. Neighbor Gascon. Lots of people are smaller than me. And, and the my children are adequately sized. <laughs> <laughs> They're not too big or too small. They're just right. Just right. Uh, and he is pulled away by the children. Yeah. Uh, and just then, a young girl runs in from the crowd uh, oh. that has been gathered. Yeah, and uh, begins. Stop! Don't hit him. Stop! Stay down. Stop! Stay down. And You're begins good. to um, good. Yeah. help yeah. Owen to his feet because for all the wax, they're all little surface bruises. There's, there's no broken bones. Yeah. We're not monsters. Yeah, we did Absolutely. not beat a ten-year-old child. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> to the point of broken bones. Yeah. We're all good. Uh, and this uh, little girl runs up yeah. and says, "Do you, do you need help?" 
and uh, yeah, it is. Maybe. And of course, this it, little girl is Brew White. Son, a very young. Uh, it's a it's a start of a modern day love story, and it is. Uh, e- there's even like uh, some awes in the crowd. Yeah, it's Aww. like oh, they can just see it. And he looks up. There's the the sun is around, uh, like forming around her face. So it's almost like a shadow. He can't see his 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 vision is blurry. And uh, that she comes into focus as she stands in front of the mm-hmm. sun, blocking the sun from Owen's eyes. And he sees for the first time a little Baru. It is beautiful. And, and can I? Yeah. Sure. Are you an angel? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as he, as he uh, shares that, that last uh, uh, true line, yeah. not, not, even a, not even a come on. He's, he's heard about those angels. Yeah, he heard about <laughs> he's, those. he's really just curious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is he is being helped to his feet, and the family of Rats Tyrell is making their way away from the, this conflict. Uh, Jira pops out one more time. He's like, storm is a coming. Yeah. And also, love. <laughs> and we fade. Out on this adventure. <laughs> 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 Written and directed by George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> that was wonderful. Uh, thank you, Hector, and thank you, Bert, for joining us Absolutely. for what is thank one of the us. most emotional. Yeah, yeah though there, mm-hmm. that 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 had some layers to it. You yeah. guys brought some layers. Yeah, really. Life it's those descriptions. You guys pointed out the layers that were already in there. Yeah, right. with those Wikipedia descriptions, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you, you know, we always just gloss by. But yeah. like, there's some stuff in there. Yeah, there's, there's stories. There. There's a lot there, and this is officially from the Lucasfilm databank. I thought you were about really to say this is officially canon. It now, is in my hand. Oh yeah, it oh, is 100 yeah. percent in my yeah. hand. Oh yeah, no, yeah. we've gotten some nice uh, messages from listeners of like, I never see these scenes again. When I think <laughs> just a day before the pod race, he was beating Owen Lars yep. with us. Yep. Yep. And wrench. it's and it may or may not have actually been him. Could have been his son. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We <laughs> don't know. That canon will be filled out in your mind. Uh, so if there are characters that you would like to see fight, you can always let us know. Send us uh, a message. Use the hashtag databankbrawl. Uh, Ken, where can people find you? Hey, you can find me at Ken Napsack. That includes Twitch, where I'm uh, playing Battlefront 2 badly nice. while you guys chat with me, and also some WWE stuff, too, and, and more stuff coming. Having a lot of fun on on Twitch. It's a it's a brand new world for an old gray, bear, gray beard like me, but having a lot of fun. <laughs> Excellent. And Bert, besides Pencils and Parsecs, where can people find you uh, and your stuff? You can stuff? find me at Ninjanomics101. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> much, all I do is Pencils and Parsecs. I like occasionally other things at hyper mm-hmm. uh but yeah check it out if you want the same level of deep emotional mm-hmm. storytelling in the star wars universe that's pretty much what we with do a, with a backdrop of like yeah. horrible tragedy horrible, and like horrible awful, <laughs> awful things that happen I, I i know people disagree with me on this but i feel like we are the equivalent of an hbo uh yeah take on star wars yeah. so and i want to give bird some credit at the beginning of this he said that this show is talented people and him this is how good Bert is of a GM. Yeah. He will play scenes as my character's like life mate and he Bert cries when mm. he's do, like no joke and Gets he in is phenomenal. Bert is a great actor and he doesn't go, even consider himself an actor. Like I'm just turned on by Hector yeah. Eternal. So <laughs> yeah. <very> yeah. <laughs> That's the normal reaction to uh, arousal is weeping, right? Yeah. Yeah. One tear. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and where can people find pencils and parsecs besides just Googling it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitch.tv slash HyperRPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check out all the episodes on HyperRPG's YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely check us out live because you it's can... Fun. Uh, it's super fun. The, the community that's uh, watching it has a great time. We do this whole back and forth of light and dark. We do throw shade at each other. It's super great. And you can participate by, uh, you know, kind of unlocking things. And the group mm-hmm. participation is the, the best part of it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. I, had, I had a chance to do that one shot with you guys a couple weeks ago. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and you guys welcomed me in. Uh, haven't rolled dice in a while. Yeah. And you guys were so nice and great. But your fan, the fans were great. The fans really, and, and I, you know, you, you get those gifts made yep. of all yeah. you guys. Yep. It's fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Uh, so, Hector, you do a lot. Where can yeah. people find you? Uh, lots of places. But can I... Can I suggest a character right now for a future episode of this? Sure. Do you guys yeah. only do canon characters now, or do you do legends? Yeah, every once in a while we do a legend special. <sighs> yeah. Legend special? Okay, well, because I know there's there's at least one canon Tagorian mm-hmm. who she is in the Thrawn novel. 
Mm. Uh, and she's like a fight trainer on Coruscant. Like she helps. Oh yes. yeah, so, Arinda Price. Yes, and, Arinda okay. Price is like like combat trainer on some lower level at Coruscant. So that would be one. It would be I'm forgetting her name, but she is a Togorian, which is like a nine foot tall cat creature. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. That's the character that I play on Pencils and Parsecs. Is I play a Togorian. Or if you're gonna go Legends with it, then pick from the first Han Solo book of the Han Solo trilogy, The Paradise Snare. Yeah. There's a the Togorian <laughs> in that that I base my character off of, who's named Merg. <laughs> and he has three U's and an M, and so I would pick Merg as the combatant as well. But um, okay, we're, yeah, we we'll maybe we have it back that. for a special where those two characters fight. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dang, that'd be fun. Cat fight, cat wow. fight, literally big space cat fight. So Hector, where can people find you? you can find me on the internet at different places at Hector is funny, and also be sure to check out if you guys like hearing people talk about movies. I'm on a podcast with my buddy Keller Knobloch. That uh, we got to have you on. We got to have you on. We're going to have Bert on in November, <laughs> where Keller and I uh, have decided to watch a movie a week. And we took a list that is the 500 greatest films of all time. Oh, wow. And we did the math. And if it's one movie a week, it's going to take us 10 years. And then we <laughs> have a buddy. Great. We have a buddy on each week. We've had Emma Fife on talking about Superman Returns. We've had guests like Maude Garrett, Augustine Rios. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have Clark Wolf on to talk about the movie Scream. Oh, so oh, it's nice. just like, you know, once a week we get to, we get to watch a, either a great movie or or a weird, terrible one that we're like, why did somebody consider what? this one of the greatest <laughs> movies of all time? That's so great. that's at 500 GF podcast on Twitter. And then you can find it on iTunes and different places. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, we always like to thank Tony Thaxton for our awesome theme music. He has a Patreon where we can, uh, you can hear him check out even more uh, Star Wars music that he writes. You can also check out Force Center on Patreon.com slash Force Center. We're on TeePublic with merch. That's TeePublic.com slash user slash Force Center. We have a website now. It is at ForceCenterPod.Podomatic.Net. Uh, for myself, you can check out my podcast, Obsessed, that is all about people liking things a lot. And you can check out my website website josephscrimshaw.com for comedy albums and live shows and all that you can also find me on twitter and instagram is at joseph scrimshaw you can like force center on facebook and follow us on twitter is at force center pod and until next time as luke skywalker once said well no one was really listening to him i care that's it for data bank <laughs> brawl <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.